helping business leaders grow themselves, their team, and their profits. This is Entree Leadership. Now, here's your host, Ken Coleman. From the Music City, this is the broadcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders. Thanks for joining the conversation, bringing you a special episode in the middle of your podcast feed. And who doesn't love special bonus material? You're going to really love this because joining me, he is on the road where he'll be speaking tomorrow in Indianapolis is Chris Hogan, no stranger to the Entree Leadership Broadcast. Chris Hogan, how are you, sir? I am fantastic, Ken. It's good to be with you. Hey, thanks for letting us bug you on the road. Uh, But man, we are excited here in Entree Leadership land because we've got our second Entree Leadership One Day live stream coming to folks all across the country on October the 27th. You and I will be with Dave Ramsey, Christy Wright, Pat Lencioni live here in Nashville, but we have thousands upon thousands upon thousands tuning in, and this is going to be a great day. And so we wanted to have a little bit of fun with your talk. We're not going to give it all away, but you're doing a new talk. You wrote a talk called The Four C's of recognition. I'm going to give them away. We're only going to talk about one of them. The four C's are communicate, care, connect, and the four C where we're going to spend our time today is challenge yourself. Boy, oh boy, how do you dive into that? Why is challenging yourself so important, Chris? Well, I think, you know, Ken, as we look at this and leadership really starts from within. And anytime you're a leader of men and women, being able to challenge yourself to make sure you're pushing yourself for growth is going to be the first step for you to be able to provide that opportunity to others. Yeah, it's really important. So let's let's walk through this. So how do you begin the process of challenging yourself? What's that first step? Well, I think the first step is, is you've got to really kind of do a self-analysis. You really need to look at kind of where you are versus where you want to be. For example, are you someone that's taking some risk or are, have you become complacent? And I think that complacency is one of those big issues that is really infecting corporate America out there today. And really looking at it and understanding, am I pushing myself to be able to get better? Where do I need to improve? Where am I strong versus where I'm weak? Okay, good stuff there. Now, when we begin the process of getting uncomfortable, so beginning to shake the complacency, there is a real temptation to slink back into comfortability because it is an unnatural position to put yourselves in. So what do we do to guard against slipping backwards once we've already made the commitment and we maybe stuck our toes into some uncomfortable settings? What do we do to stay there and keep moving forward? Well, I think one of the first things you can do is communicate it to someone that is a peer. Communicate to someone that's an accountability partner, someone that truly understands what it is you're trying to accomplish. But more important than that, Ken, why it matters so much. And so I think that accountability is the first thing. And then I also want you to write down the benefits of you being uncomfortable. I think when people the comfort zone, that's the ruts we can fall in where we're doing those mundane things and maybe we're doing them the way we've always done them. But you and I know the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So I think that accountability will help. I think also understanding what you benefit from pushing yourself can also help you kind of stay on point and stay focused. All right. Now, I love that you just said um, a moment ago, we fall into complacency. I love that analogy. And there are a lot of people right now who, who may be listening in or watching and they're going, okay, Chris, right now, thank goodness, I don't feel like I'm in a place of complacency, but it is a pitfall. It's there for all of us. What would be some warning signs or some triggers 
that we need to be watching out for so that we don't unaware uh, but fall in to complacency? Well, I think if you're not chasing something, Ken, then I think that complacency can easily happen. You can slip in, you know, where you've been at work all day and you're not really sure what you did or who you impacted. And so I'm going to come back to the goal side of things to make sure that I'm really understanding what it is I'm trying to do in my business. How do I serve my customers well? Why does my business matter and why does my team matter? And I think if you understand that as you walk into the office each and every day, you're stepping onto a stage. People are watching you. They're watching what what you do and what you say and how you say it. And so you really need to understand that, that as a leader, you're under a magnifying glass and you need to be aware of that at all times so you don't fall into complacency. All right, now I want to talk about a, a way that we can be intentional to challenge ourselves that we may not think of at times. And, and that is this, in order to challenge myself as a leader, I'm going to have to make sure that I'm challenging others to lead. And there's this tendency where I'm going with this, Chris, is especially small business owners. There's a tendency to try to do everything yourself and you're not challenging yourself. You're killing yourself. No, you really are. And it's one of those things where, you know, you and I know that delegation is an act of trust. When you delegate to people, what you're saying is, is that I trust you and you're also empowering them. You're communicating that you want them and you need them on your team. And so whenever you have a leader who's doing it all themselves, you're communicating, I don't trust you. I don't think you can do a good job and I think I can do it better. Those are all kind of egomaniac kind of directions. You don't want to go there. You want to be inclusive as the leader. You want to have the culture of individuals that believe in each other, but are also pushing to strive for each other to kind of break down that boundary and go tackle that next opportunity that's in front of your business. Mm. We talked about accountability earlier. I, I want to swing back to that because again, this idea of challenging yourself as the leader, I know that Dave Ramsey said this a, a hundred times. I know you say it, I, I certainly believe it. And that is that an organization's growth is truly limited by its leader. And so we have to be challenging ourselves in order to grow ourselves. So how do you begin the process of intentionality when it comes to challenging ourselves in order to grow where we need to grow? Well, I think it's really sitting down and understanding what it is you want to accomplish. Well, you know, why did you get into business to begin with? Going back to start with that why and understanding really how can you can impact people's lives with your product or service. Now you really start to get back to the root of it all. But I think in order to be able to really significantly challenge yourself, you've got to put down some goals that scare you. Ken, you and I know this. I mean, you and I have talked about goals that what we're trying to accomplish in 2017, 2018 and beyond. And some of the things you and I have talked about. They're big. They're hairy goals. They're kind of scary when you put them out mm -hmm. there. But the big deal is, is once you put it down on paper, now what you want to do is make sure that your actions are writing a check that your goals can cash. You want to make sure you're doing things to move you in that direction, avoiding distractions, avoiding excuses, and really staying focused. How would you describe the act of challenging yourself in an area where you have zero experience or zero skill just for the purposes of seeing can i shock myself into trying new things is that is that something you've i don't know that i've done that or if i have i've not done it enough is that something that is a great technique 
I think it is a great technique, Kim, because what happens is, is now whenever you start learning something new or trying something you've never done before, everything in your body wakes up. All the senses are aware. Why? Because your mind is focused. You're learning for the first time something brand new and everyone wants to do a good job. So I think being able to try something new or trying something a little bit different, uh, it's a good thing. It keeps us aware and it keeps us tapped in to what it is we're doing because everybody wants to be successful. Now, the key is, is we've got to take those actions to lead us in that direction. Mm. I know you and I are both big strengths or talents advocates. We just believe in focusing your time and energy on maximizing those talents as opposed to working on all these weaknesses. Uh, but again, from a leader's perspective, how do we create a culture where not only is the leader doing that and others are seeing that leader work on their strengths and maximize their strengths, but that becomes something that is almost institutional where everybody is not only operating in their strengths, but they are maximizing their strengths. Well, I think the first great opportunity is for the leader to come out and talk about what it is they're pushing themselves with. What are the, that they're trying to strive? What are they trying to improve? Because for the team to hear that the leader is doing that, it helps them to kind of look inside themselves and say, okay, where am I pushing myself? What do I need to improve? Because if my leader's doing it, then it needs to be something that I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis as well. And so it really starts this mindset of really thinking like a scientist can. And what I mean by that is we get so focused on the end result, we forget that it's the effort that's truly the habit. And so think like a scientist, be willing to try to improve, be willing to try some new things and don't have this expectation of perfection. That's unrealistic, but have that expectation of I'm going to improve each and every day because I have my motives in the right place and I believe in my team and I believe in my business. Mm. Now, uh, we just were focusing on challenge yourself, but why is this talk, why are you so excited about the four C's of recognition? Why did you decide to deliver this talk on this important day? Well, I think it's one of those things where in stepping back and looking at it, the leaders that have had the most profound impact on my life were leaders that did the four C's. Uh, really stepping back and really looking at it back to a young Hogan coming out of grad school. Uh, and so I think it's one of those things where I want leaders out there to be able to have a jump start. I, I want my leaders to be able to have an advantage. And I want them to understand that by taking some intentional steps of these four C's of recognition, it's truly going to put you head and shoulders above where you are right now. It's going to push you to help you think differently about what it is you're doing and how we're going about it. But more importantly, it's going to help you to engage your team in a way that you never have before. Listen, Ken, leaders will tell you one of the most expensive things that they deal with is turnover and hiring. So when you get the right people on your team, you want to keep them on your team. You want them believing in what it is that you're doing, but you as a leader want to help them to improve. When you have engaged leaders, what you have is improved teammates. Yeah, boy, that's a good word right there. And that's why we do events like Entree Leadership One Day, where in one day, we really unpack the playbook that has been very successful at Ramsey Solutions. This isn't, these aren't tips and techniques. These are proven practical principles that are living, breathing principles. And yeah. Chris, you know, this is a fun day for all of us to be involved because when we take this event on the road, we're with leaders who are winning and they're winning big. And so this event is coming to you folks, October the 27th, it's live here in Nashville, Tennessee, but broadcast via live stream all around the country. And this is what's really cool. You can bring 
anybody you want to bring for 29 bucks. That's one pass you can bring your mailman. I mean, this guy needs it too. Grab him yeah. after he drops the mail off and drag him into your office, wherever you want to do it. You can broadcast wherever it fits for you and your team, your neighbors, friends, family, whatever. And you can get that. The price has now gone up for everybody else, but you great podcast listeners are going to get it for $29. You text the phrase E1D discount. That's E1D discount, no space, E1D discount. And you text that to 33 444. That's 33444 to get the discount price. And again, Chris and I will be there. And Chris, appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, it's going to be fun when we get back together again, have fun in Indy. So on behalf of Chris Hogan, Eric, the producer, Will, the engineer, and the entire Entree Leadership team, thanks for listening and watching. We'll talk with you again very soon. Bye.